Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith, where the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church with your host, Bay Area Pastor, a lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. Well, since Christmas is right around the corner, we have decided to do a two-part series entitled Strong Delusions as it relates to Christmas. Last week, we brought you part one, and tonight... We will conclude this message with part two. Now, if you missed last week's message, you can order the CD or you can listen in the next couple of weeks. We'll be re-airing these same two messages over the Christmas holidays. So you have another opportunity to get in on this teaching. So in our world today, there is a spiritual warfare between those who say Merry Christmas Versus those who say happy holidays. New polls indicate that Americans are pretty much split down the middle as to which greeting is more appropriate this time of year. According to one statistic, nearly 90% of Americans say they are celebrating Christmas this year. However, not everyone sees it as a religious holiday. About 40% of the country say it is a very religious holiday for them. Another 30% of the country says it's somewhat of a religious holiday. And then about a third of the country says that they celebrate it, but it's not really a religious holiday for them at all. Question, where do you fall in all of this? And what is the correct view of this polarizing discussion? Well, for the answer to this and much, much more, stay tuned, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radiant Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. And we know that you're going to be blessed by the program tonight and uh, Holy Spirit working through us. And we've been doing this series um, on Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verses 9 through 12, talking about strong delusions. And we decided to do uh, a two-part series <clears throat> on strong delusions as it relates to Christmas or Christmas, since that's right around the corner. And let me say this by way of introduction. Every year at the beginning of December, there is a tremendous spiritual warfare among many Americans, even in some churches, even in some churches, regarding whether one should say Happy Holiday or Merry Christmas. This battle rages everywhere in homes, in churches, communities, schools, businesses, and even with the government. We thank God for our current president, Donald Trump, 
who said he is going to say Merry Christmas instead of Happy Holiday. We need more leaders, more pastors, and more presidents with that type of mentality. We haven't had a president in office for a while with that type of mentality regarding Merry Christmas. It is an all-out spiritual war on Christmas. Why? Why is it? Why is this such a spiritual warfare going on? Well, the answer is this. Because Jesus said to his disciples, they will hate you because they first hated me. The world, they hate the word Christmas because they hate Christ whose name is in Christmas, Christmas. There is the spirit of the Antichrist. That means against Christ. They hate Christ. That's why they hate many people in the world, hate saying Christmas. Our world has gone through some tremendous satanic changes. The strong delusions of Rejecting the truth for a lie, as the Apostle Paul has said in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12, where God has allowed people in our world today to be influenced by being more religious. Notice the word, these words here I'm going to be using, more religious. See, when you fall away from a relationship with Christ— you could get into religion up to the teeth. And religion doesn't save you. It's a relationship. So because of the stronghold upon people, they're into religion. They're into spirituality. See, this is another strong delusion. I want you to make note of these words I'm mentioning because you can see it in our world today. People are real religious, but they don't have a relationship with Christ. They also say, I'm not a Christian, but I'm into spirituality. And, uh, well, spirituality can send you to hell as well if you don't know Jesus and you haven't been born again. And they'll either say, I'm into, I'm very religious, I'm into spirituality, uh, apart from Christianity, and they are becoming, now here's another word, culturally diverse And you want to make a note of that as well. All of these three words, religious, into spirituality, and they're into the culturally diverse mentality than being more Christian under the lordship of Christ, the way it has always been from a biblical and historical perspective. Now, when we become lied to by Satan, who is the enemy of our souls, And we start to believe that all we need today in our world is these three things, religion, spirituality, and culturally being culturally diverse. Now, when I say that, it simply means to accept all people regarding their race, faith, creed, and their culture and their ethnicity. Therefore, it is no surprise to hear about those who used to be into Christianity being the one predominant way of faith and practice and the only truth and now has fallen into the strong delusion of what a new reality, a new 
relevant truth for them. And so these strong delusions, according to the Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 9 through 12, has opened up Pandora's box and the door to people doing the three C's, compromising, confusing, and contradicting the Christian faith and the Christian values of not saying Merry Christmas to saying substitutes. What are those substitutes? See, the strong delusion has led us to a bunch of substitutes. What are those substitutes? Examples like Happy Holiday, Season Greetings, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kawanza, Happy Winter Solstice, and then and then the newly minted secular human light that uh, shows around the world. Now, all of these substitutes are strong delusions that Satan uses as substitutes to turn people away from the love of the real truth of Christmas. They're all the etiquette and substitutes for Christmas that all fall during the month of December that Satan uses to turn people away from Jesus when he said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. The devil has always been in the business of two things, and you may want to write these down. Number one is imitating and imitation, and number two, substituting. And when the strong delusions are upon them, they will go for these two things. In 2 Corinthians 11 and 14, it says, And no marvel, the Apostle Paul says this, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And Satan can appear as an angel of light in deceiving a lot of people into in December and other days of the year, even with Ramadan, for the Muslims is another substitute by the devil to turn people away from serving and following Jesus as the only way. Jesus didn't say I was one of many equally ways. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. He said, I am that way. That's why Peter made it very clear in Acts 4, neither is there salvation in any other. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, but through him. These are tremendous strong delusions in our world that is turning people away from saying Merry Christmas in the work world because they say we don't want to offend anybody and be sued on our job. Oh, what a sad day and a lie of the enemy we're living in. And where they say, quote, we want to, we want to say happy holiday in the work world because they want to be inclusive and become and welcome as many dollars. Notice dollars. It's all about money. And the Apostle Paul says the love of money is the root of all evil. They want to be inclusive, 
and politically correct, and they want to welcome as many dollars as people into the stores as possible. So using Happy Holiday is not only an anti-Christmas, but it is also a pro-business. Notice what I'm saying. In saying Happy Holiday is not only an anti-Christmas, but it is also a pro-business, and they say we don't want to be anti-business, do we? So we thank God for those businesses and churches who have not fallen into a political correctness. They've not fallen into the three C's, compromising, confusing, and contradicting the love of the truth, which is found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. By saying the, the word Merry Christmas, we must remember the words of the Apostle Peter in Acts 4, where he says, Neither is this salvation in any other but Jesus. See, we want to be faithful to that. And then the Apostle Peter, when he was cornered up in Acts 4, he said, We must obey God rather than man. When man is pushing you to the point of saying you need to give in to the anti-spirit of our world today, the anti-Christian spirit, and to the political correctness, your mentality has to be like Peter in Acts chapter 4. We must obey God rather than man. So we need to be convicted of this in our lives and in our hearts under the tremendous pressure of being politically correct, Peter stood bold in saying, we must obey God rather than man. And the apostle Peter also said in, in this same chapter that neither is the salvation in any other. We praise God for Peter's boldness and Paul's boldness and for the early church boldness. And it mentions the word boldness over and over and over. And we need to experience the baptism of boldness. Only the Holy Spirit can give us that boldness to stand firm. Because Jesus said the truth will make you free. We need to give that truth to people today so that they can be made free from the lies of the enemy. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches regarding the strong delusions when it relates to Christmas. Brother Gary. Well, all right. It's time for us to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. Um, You know, if you have questions or comments, we are just love to answer those questions and dialogue with you tonight. If you need prayer, um, you know, I always say prayer should be our first response, not our last resort. So whatever you're dealing with, God has an answer for it, and we should always seek him first in prayer. So prayer is important. We believe in the power of prayer. And speaking of prayer, we want to begin by thanking everyone who's been faithfully praying for us, for this program. And without your prayers and faithful giving, this program would have gone off the air a long time ago. We also want to thank those who gave over the past week, Sandra, Bruce, Gail, Mary, June, Richard, and Carol. 
Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for allowing God to use you to partner with us financially to keep this ministry on the air. It costs us 400 a week to have this program stay on the air, and we are, we are listener-supported, so we need your help. Without you and God's divine help, we simply would not make it. It's that simple. If you've been blessed by Dr. Buckner's teaching and this program, you know, we want to just, won't you please partner with us financially? You know, many people stop their giving to radio programs during the, the, the Christmas season, and it's not a time to stop. We need your help. We need your consistency. As you're giving gifts, consider giving a gift to Contending for the Faith. There's two ways you can donate. Number one, send a check or a money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. That's T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. Once again, that's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second way is so much easier. Uh, Simply get on your computer or your laptop or even on your smartphone and go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button. It's that simple. So we want to just encourage you to be a blessing. Um, You know, we always like to... um, Ask folks to send in their letters and cards that are an encouragement to us. And um, over the past week, we did receive a a note, and we just thought we'd read it on the air. It says, Dear Dr. Buckner, thank you for speaking out on the current practice of saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas. It bothers a lot of us. When I worked for CVS, I was told to say Happy Holidays even on the phone. I refused and said Merry Christmas. I never got in trouble for doing it, but I was the only employee to say Merry Christmas. Thank you for giving us a list of stores that uh, refuse to be politically correct. And have a very Merry Christmas, Sandy. Oh, Sandy, thank you for that note of encouragement. It's such a blessing to know that people are out there and they're listening and they're being blessed by what we are doing. Once again, another reason why we want to just um, implore you to partner with us financially because people are being blessed, lives are being touched and changed. Uh, We just want to also let you know that we'll be out of the studio for the next three weeks. So we'll be playing the best of contending for the faith. Um, We're going to, we got a special one lined up for next week. It's a classic, it's a contending for the faith classic program. It will be, will the real Jesus please stand up? Now, if you haven't heard this message, if you haven't heard this particular broadcast, uh, you will be blessed. By, uh, listen next week. It's, it's a mock trial program uh, that Dr. Buckner and I did, and it's a classic. You won't want to miss it. And then in the following two weeks, we will re-air tonight's program and last week's program, this two-part series on um, Christmas and uh, uh, the delusion. So if you didn't get to ch- get a chance to listen last week, you get another opportunity to hear part one and then part two over the next three weeks. So you can look forward to that. 
be listening for next week's uh, Will the Real Jesus Please Stand Up. It's a classic. You won't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun, but it's chock full of amazing biblical truth. So check it out. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And that is so true. You know, we just know that this is really a classic uh, uh, mock court that we did. And uh, the Holy Spirit was upon both of us. And uh, I listened to it, and it, it was back in 19, I mean, 1997. And uh, our wow, voice. we were just teenagers. Yeah, and our voices <laughs> sound a lot different. So don't don't panic when you hear us. It, it is Gary and it is Dr. Buckner. We, we sound like little kids. Uh, <laughs> but you'll be blessed because I go through a list of uh, all types of um, counterfeit Jesuses and like in a courtroom setting, and then I concluded talking about who the real Jesus is. So you want to get your, uh, you know, recorders ready to hear that and be blessed, and also we can make that available for you as well. That's going to be a great thing in our archives. Um, also, too, uh, we want to let people know that, um, you know, we are – very blessed by all the ones who have been praying for us and supporting us. And uh, as Gary said, we wouldn't be here tonight if it wasn't wasn't for your faithfulness and and your giving and your prayers for us. Uh, But we do want to challenge you that uh, when we're out of the studio for three weeks, you know, we need people to step up and help us because even though we're out, it's still airtime and, uh, we got to pay those bills, so we want people to step up, and some of you may be so blessed during this time to say, you know what, I want to really be a real big blessing now that they're going to be out of the studio for three weeks, and I want to just make sure uh, they are covered. So we uh, appreciate it, and then we appreciate that tremendous letter. Uh, it just uh, blessed our hearts, and we want to encourage other people to send letters along with your gifts, and uh, so we appreciate that as well. Uh, so uh, what we're going to do right now is get to some of our callers, Brother Gary. All right. We're going to go to Lee in Palo Alto. Lee, are you there? Lee? Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about you? Well, we're truly blessed. We're uh, God is good and worthy to be praised. I agree. Thank and, you. And Merry Christmas to you. Mm-hmm. You too. Thank you for the the wish and uh, the kind words, and I join you in praise to God. Amen. Um, Amen. And what's and what's on your heart tonight? Well, you know, I was going through Scripture, looking at great prayers, and I focused for some reason on one. I have neither my glasses or my Bible handy, but my glasses would be the key. Um, so from memory, it's David's prayer after Solomon raised all the funds to build the temple. And David prays on behalf of everybody. And in his prayer, I think it's First Chronicles chapter 29, but that's from memory. Mm-hmm. And in David's prayer, he calls God the Father of Israel. And I kind of stopped on that because I always have read where... God is the God of Israel, uh, and, you know, the protector, and all those other words, provider, everything, but not that real familial father, and yet David does call him father, and I wondered, because Jesus calls, obviously, God father, 
but it correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought in Jesus's time that the Pharisees would have looked down upon anybody calling God Father, and yet David did. So I wondered, was it any sooner than David that God was Father? Did the Pharisees forget or not know or whatever for them to be so shocked at the idea of God as Father? Well, well the, yeah, that's a good point. Well, the Jewish people were really uh, aware of the Father, uh, their God being the Father, uh, not only with the passage that you're mentioning, but that was something that the Jews had constantly said um, from from David's prayer, but also in the, the tradition of the Jews. And if you can link that to John 8, uh, you remember they were into a discussion, and this shows you how much that the Jews were oh, aware. They, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, isn't that interesting? That yeah, they so were in a the discussion father. about uh, the Father, yeah. and uh, Jesus ended up rebuking them, saying, your Father, they're thinking that their Father is the God of Abraham, and that they are really right with that God and everything like that. And and, and Jesus realizes that they... If they don't honor him, they're not honoring the Father, but they're thinking we can honor the Father without honoring Jesus. And and so Jesus rebukes them in John 8 and says, you got the wrong Father. You think that your Father is the God of Israel, but your Father is Satan. And that's why they they only got upset with that. But Jesus had said in John 8, he said several things that was extreme, uh, you know, confirming that he was God, and he literally said, you know, that he had the power to raise the dead. And, you know, and they said, oh, no, 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 the only one who has the power to raise the dead is is God. And Jesus confirmed that he had the power, too. And then they ended up saying, who in the world are you? Whom makest thou thyself? Who are you? And then he ends up saying, quoting from Exodus 3 and 14 and John 8 and 58, he says, before Abraham was, I am, and that's why they took up stones to stone him. The Jews were the first involved with a rock concert. Every time Jesus claimed to be God, they wanted to rock his world. So you have a dialogue in John 8 about the Father. So these religious leaders were very much aware of God being, uh, of Israel being Father, but Jesus rebuked them and said, you got the wrong father. Your father, you have a father, but your father is Satan. <laughs> not the not the God of the Bible, but your your father is Satan. And uh, that's a good point because I always think of them saying Father Abraham, not necessarily Father God. And but Philip did say to Jesus, "It show us the Father." And then Jesus said. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That's right, because... So there it is again, Father being yes, God. Yes, absolutely. So what I would recommend that you do is uh, do a... Uh, get your concordance. Mm-hmm. You know, they have uh, two good ones, Young Analytical Concordance I, and, I have, I and have Strong uh, Analytical Concordance. And just go through Father, and yeah. you'll be amazed how many times in the Old Testament as well in the New Testament is used. And once you do that study, 
uh, call us back again, and we'll dialogue some more on that. Yeah, that's, that's a very good suggestion. I have both. I, I don't use it quite enough, but the computer where you could put in word searches and things, but... But the old concordance really works well. Oh, That's you wonderful. can't you can't beat the old school stuff. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? And also just elbow grease too. You know, I mean, roll, rolling up your sleeves and reading it yourself because then you have the Holy Spirit that is guiding you. Absolutely, um, and you know, wonderful. it's it's good to hear from you. It's been a while. It has been. Thank you. And and uh, your call screener asked about prayer, and I would have to say prayer for a nation that uh, we, we repent and, and turn to God and uh, uh, just, just His will be done. We know that God is in charge, and uh, we, right. we need unity, but not at any cost. It right, well, honoring God. Yeah, that fits into what you're saying is Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my mm. people who are called by my Call name me. shall oh, humble themselves God. and pray and seek my face and turn from their sin, then will I... You know, Jesus hear from heaven, heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. We, that's what we need to do is turn back because we need a real tremendous healing of the land. Well, thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Thank you. And what's, yes. let's pray together on that prayer request that you have before you go okay. because we have a commercial break coming up. Brother thank Gary. You. All right. So, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for Lee and her heart and her question. And, and Lord, we do. We call out your name today, Lord, Father God that you, Lord God, would hear from heaven and heal our land, that people would turn to you and turn from their wicked ways and repent, Lord God, turn and go in the direction towards you and not away from you. Lord, we pray for our leaders, Lord God, that they would lead by following your lead, Lord God, that your will would be done in heaven as it is on earth earth as it is in heaven, Lord God. Touch lives today, Lord God. Bring peace to our land, especially during this holiday season, this Christmas season, Lord God, that you would bless and move upon the hearts of many. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Kier. Yeah. Bless you. God bless you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Merry Christmas to you, (laughs) too. And I told people last week, I said, uh, when people say happy holiday to you, you remind them that the word holiday means holy day. We are saying, we say holy day rather than holiday. (laughs) And and also when people say happy holidays to me, I say thank you. And I celebrate Christmas. What do you celebrate? And almost to a person, they'll say Christmas. Amen. There you go. Tremendous witness right there. Well, thank you so much, Sister Lee, and God bless you. Thank you, and God bless you, too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, it's time for us to take a commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And once again, we want to thank everyone who has been praying for Contending for the Faith, and we want to thank all of you who have stood by us and partnered with us financially to keep this ministry on the air. It's so vitally important that you remain faithful even during the Christmas seasons. And as God has blessed you to give gifts to family and friends and loved ones, we pray that you would uh, remember to possibly send us a gift as well as you're passing that 70-inch uh, 4K high-def, ultra-high-def TV. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should get a smaller one and send us a difference. Amen. <laughs> Amen <to that. laughs> but, you know, we, in all kidding aside, we, we need your support. We need your prayers and we need your, your partnership financially. It costs us 400 a week to remain on the air. And, you know, as we, as we round the corner into Christmas time and 
And so much is going on. It's so easy to just simply forget. You know, we get busy. We're trying to do the shopping. We're trying to um, – we're making our list and we're checking it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're not worried about who's naughty or nice. We just got to get the gift, you know. <laughs> but uh, don't forget about us. Don't forget about ministries like us because this is a tough time and, and uh, often – Ministries are trying to make their budget by the end of the year and finish out the year in the black as just we are as well. So we need your help. There's two ways that you can give. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way it's so much easier. Just go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. Hit the donate button, and away you go. You're going to be a blessing during this Christmas season to all of us here at Contending for the Faith. Also, we just want to remind you that we will be out of the studio for the next three weeks, and we'll be playing the best of Contending for the Faith. Now, next week, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to going to uh, unveil a Contending for the Faith Classic. Uh, will the real Jesus please stand up? It's a mock courtroom trial uh, that Dr. Buckner and I did many, many moons ago when we were just wet behind the ears. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exciting. It's uh, imaginative. It's a, and it's chuck full of wonderful information that's biblically based that you just do not want to miss. So we want to encourage you to listen next week. We're going to be, be uh, playing... Will the real Jesus please stand up? And then the following two weeks, we'll re-air tonight's program as well as last week's program. So if you missed last week's program, the first part of this series, you get another opportunity to hear it again. Uh, So don't call in. Just listen, and you'll be blessed. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate those uh, announcements. And I know we have some more callers, and let's get to those callers right away. All right. We're going to go to Brother uh, Cece. You've been waiting patiently. How you doing, Brother C.C.? Um, how you guys doing? We're truly blessed, and Merry Christmas to you. Same to you guys, too. Yes, and what's on your heart tonight? Now, I want to ask you a question on Daniel chapter 2. Okay, uh, Daniel chapter 2. Yes. All righty. Somehow we got the information on Daniel chapter 3 from the uh, from the uh, now not the announcement but the phone counselor and they said the verses 31 through 33 I said there's no verses in that so what's what's your question in Daniel chapter 2 um, it's verses 31 through 35 if you could just explain um, what's what's going on in um, yet yeah, in those verses yes um, well one of the things that uh, that uh, well, why don't you read? You have your your Bible there. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, for the listeners' sake, uh, we need to be able to help them to um, be with us on what we're uh, teaching on, what we're sharing. And so, why don't you uh, read the verses of Scripture, and then that way we can uh, elaborate upon them. So, why don't you start off with verse thirty-one of Daniel chapter two? And go through um, thirty-five. Okay, it says, "You, O king, saw and behold a great image. This great image, whose brightness 
was excellent stood before you, and the form thereof was terrible. The image head was of fine gold, his breast and arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part iron and part clay. You saw till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron, and the clay break them in pieces. Then was an iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold broken to pieces together. It became like the shaft of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain that filled the whole earth. And thus is the reading of the word. Yes. Well, thank you so much for uh, reading that because it's very important for us to uh, get a working knowledge of uh, what's uh, going on here in the context of these uh, uh, verses of Scripture here. Uh, because it's really important for us to uh, have the reading, then that way you can have the background of it. One of the things that I would uh, recommend that you do is uh, do a, because um, I think I touched on this with you before, uh, but what I would recommend that you do is I'm going to give you a little homework to do, okay? And what I want you to do is from verses 32 through uh, 35, there are uh, several different uh, uh, empires here. <clears throat> and uh, there's uh, at least we're talking about five in all, okay? So what you want to do is uh, I'm going to give you some homework to do because I, I went over this with you before. Um, and do you have, um, what type of Bibles do you have? Excuse me, excuse me, what you say? Yeah, what, what type of Bible do you study with? Usually I study uh, with the King James, and then at times I look at um, the NIV, but I prefer the King James, but sometimes, you know, I like to read at the NIV, So, but most my main, my main, my main thing is the King James. Uh, okay, okay. So what I'm going to give you a homework assignment, and you, you need to get a good study Bible, like a New King James Bible. Do you have a New King James Bible? Um, yes, I do, but it's, it's overdue. I've got to get another one. It's kind of like pages ripping up and stuff. Yeah, I got it, though. Okay, good, good. So uh, I covered this with you before. Do you recall that? Um, was it... Was it was it this chapter? Yes. Was it, uh, chapter seven. I thought it went to chapter seven. Uh, this uh, this chapter two and verse. Uh, we we dealt with chapter seven, but we dealt with this too. So oh, okay. Yeah. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna recommend that you do is for homework for you, and it'll give you like three weeks uh, to do homework on it. Uh, but let me kind of whet your appetite. There are like five, from verses 32 through 35, there are like five 
um, kingdom empires that are mentioned. Now, that's the, and what I'm going to have you to do is do homework on what are those five empires. It's almost like you're going to be in school now. So you do the homework and you look at your new King James Bible and you from now until next, the first week of January, when you call back in, uh, I will go, we will go over this uh, and I want to make sure that you, you, you've done your homework and whatever you have missing, I will fill you in on it. But I want you to do some homework on this and you need to have a new King James Bible and look at your study notes and then we will go over this together and I will expound upon it in detail. But I'm giving you some hints now that there are five uh, kingdoms and five empires here and you do the homework to find out which ones are they. And then when you call in, we'll come back to this verse, this these verses, and we will expound on it together, okay? Like a deal. All right. And so let's do that. And that'll give you some homework to do as well. There's nothing like having good homework and then uh, calling back, and I want to see what you have. And then I will uh, expound on it as well as do any corrections that I need to do on it. But I'm giving you a hint when I say that there's five empires, and you want to also think in terms of uh, one of those empires refers to the future. So you need to keep that in mind. Okay, you you have, what's what's your prayer request? Um, if you could just pray for my family again, my mother, Rosalinda, pray pray for me too. I have a tooth infection that uh, needs to be healed before it enters into the, the bloodstream. And um, just pray, pray for my family and friends and my mom, Rosalinda. And then uh, also if we can uh, lift up um, the, sing- the singer Bobby Brown, that God could keep him clean off drugs and, you know, and help him get his life straight in terms of the relationship and lift it up Eminem and uh, President uh, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are some good prayer requests, Brother Gary. All right. So, Lord, we just thank you once again for Brother C.C. We pray, Lord God, you keep his family safe, particularly during the Christmas season, Lord God, that you also touch that tooth he's having with infection, Lord God, that it would not create a problem, Lord, but help him to to uh, get to a dentist, help him to find healing, Lord God, touch his body from the crown of his head to the bottom of his soul, Lord God, and strengthen and encourage him. And we pray for Bobby Brown, Eminem, and also for our President Donald Trump, that you would just continue to move in his life as well as he makes decisions that are impacting on a world scale, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you would that he would seek you for counsel, Lord, that he would lead by following your lead, Lord God. And we thank you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, CC. And make sure you, you do your homework now so we can talk about this next time you call in. I will. Lord willing. Thank you. God bless. Brother All K- right, we got time to go to Brother Rick. Brother Rick, how you doing? Hey, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Amen to that, brother. Amen. We stand on that consistently. Yeah. Yeah. How you I, doing? I no, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, I feel like I'm making some headway. Well, that's good news. Help, help us! Help us to making headway. I love the take tonight, especially from Sister Lee. I miss her. Mm-hmm. 
She's always uh, she's always a fresh voice to hear. And uh, Cece, I'm not going to tell him the answer. <laughs> hey, Amen. There you go. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. We're going to let him do I'm, some. I'm going to let him let him wrestle with that. But I just want I just want to I just want to say that uh, Hanukkah is coming on uh, Tuesday night. Even though the Jews traditionally like the candles, we just need to be reminded that it's all about Jesus. Amen. So when we when we, I mean that 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 that, that King Antiochus is is an antichrist. Mm-hmm. That points to the antichrist of the future, and we know what happens then. It's it's about his return. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, uh, as we as we celebrate the uh, as we celebrate the first coming, mm-hmm. we also celebrate the second coming as well. Mm-hmm. Now, how did how did the message? Did you hear my message tonight? I miss I missed your message. Unfortunately, I wish oh. I, I wish I heard it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll make sure we try to get that uh, to you. Uh, but we are praying for you, and we're going to have some time to pray for you because our time is almost out. But um, we are praying for you for not only a speedily recovery, but also uh, that God will work it out where you get back and uh, in the studio with us too. Because Rick has been with me in ministry. What is it? Uh, about twenty years now, uh, close to twenty. Uh, it's been twenty years. Twenty years, yeah. So that's a, this, this month would be twenty years. Wow. Yes, and then he's been. Mm-hmm. So you guys got started when you were what five? <laughs> we feel like it. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you something. When you become a uh, Christian, you, you go you go through uh, teenage periods too. <laughs> you go you go through old folks periods. You go through childish periods. Mm-hmm. All that is part of growing as a Christian. Amen to that. And what's on your heart as far as prayer requests? And then we're going to pray for you. And we got about two minutes. But uh, what's I'm, on your I'm, heart? I'm praying. I'm praying for. I'm praying for. Praying for my healing. Of course, that's obvious. Uh, I, I agree with that. What uh, CC said about our. I mean, what uh, Lee said about our nation. Mm-hmm. We need to turn back to God because you know. All, all, and I also want to pray for Israel too right now because. Um, I'm in that state of mind. You know, it's ironic. I mean, I hear the word Palestinian, and I'm asking the same question David asked Goliath. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that mocks the armies of the living God? Amen. Well, we hear that music, and let's pray for you right now. And then, uh, Brother Gary, you going to bring it home. Uh, Brother Gary. All right. Lord, we just pray, lift up Brother Rick tonight that you would touch his body from the crown of his head to the bottom of his soul, Lord God. Bring healing, restoration, and life. And, Lord, we pray also for his request for our nation, for our president, once again, that you would lead, that lead him, Lord God, to, to and give him wisdom and, and understanding as to the direction that he should go. Lord, we thank you and praise you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Well, we've come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you, your legend cards and encouragement to us. So please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. Please keep us in prayers until uh, the new year when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. 
open debate, and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 